Welcome to Aligned and Soulful Leadership. My name is Kavita Milwani, and I empower soulful, multicultural women of color to opulently shine their light without the hustle. I truly believe you can fulfill your soul's desire without losing yourself, your health, or your life in the process. I know that you can ignite your confidence and know your worth all while walking your divine So in this podcast, I will dive deep into topics, challenges, and blocks that women of color experience as they rise up into their aligned life and work. My deep desire is that BIPOC women can lead through their inner wisdom in a way that honors their soul. Are you ready to rise up as the leader you were born to be? Then this podcast is for you. Welcome to Aligned and Soulful. And today's podcast, I am going to dive deep into confidence as a woman of color. So if I've piqued your interest, I hope you will stay and listen. And I'd love to hear what insights and takeaways that you receive from this episode. You can contact me uh, via email, which will be in the show notes. And let me know what you learned today and what you heard. So confidence is something that we see talked about a lot. And being confident and, and showing confidence and even acting confident can be different things. So I wanted to start by defining confidence. What actually is confidence? How do you know if someone is confident? Right? So when I did a quick search on the definition of confidence, there are you know there are different ones. There's the the noun version which is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone, right? So that's the confidence in someone else. Then there is the state of feeling certain or about the truth of something, right? So that is about knowing whether you can trust something. The last definition, which is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities, is the definition of confidence that I am going to talk about today. And most likely when you see things being written about that, about the word confidence, it is most likely that third definition, right? So that's self-assurance and of your own abilities and qualities. So how do you know if you're confident or if someone you see around you is confident? So now your level of this feeling may be different based on certain scenarios and situations, So you may be confident about your abilities to do certain things, but especially if you're entering into something new, that might feel a little shaky. And then there's the overall confidence in your ability and abilities to learn something new and take it on. So there's the individual confidence in certain aspects and certain things and certain tasks. And then there's the overall confidence in yourself that you can handle what comes your way and you can learn and you can do it. Okay. So if you don't believe that you can do something, you've already made that decision and most likely you'll prove yourself right. And so when we talk about the need for confidence as a leader, 
It's open, really important to start with really with being clear about what that is for you. So to help you with this process, I'm going to ask you to bring an image of someone that you would consider confident. So just bring that mental image of someone that, you know, immediately comes to mind. And don't question it because the person that comes first is most likely the most accurate. Okay, so now when you think of this person, they most likely have some characteristics that give you the impression that they are a confident person. And they most likely fall in the categories of physical and energetic. So some physical characteristics of the, that they exhibit. What are, what are those things? What comes to mind? Is it their posture? Their eye contact? How they speak? Whether they stutter? Now that's different if there's a medical condition causing the stuttering or they're stuttering because they're hesitating. They're not confident in what they're saying. Is it the tone that they use when they speak? Like maybe they speak with a really low tone and you're not sure if they, they feel good about what they're going to say or they feel confident about the, what they say. And these physical characteristics that I described are by no means the full list. I'm sure you can come up with more. And those things are just external, right? Those are the things we physically see. And those are things that we can work on when we show up, right? So we can work on our posture, right? Before we enter a room of people, and if we want to appear a certain way, make sure that we're standing up straight with our, you know, chest open and, you know, holding our head at, uh, straight above our shoulders and looking straight ahead, right? So you're not looking down, or looking up, but looking straight ahead and looking straight at people that you meet. Um, and sometimes this confidence comes across with a greeting. Uh, and so, so there are a lot of physical things that can show that, that this person is confident. And sometimes that all, that's not accurate. It's just our perception, right? So there are things that we subconsciously perceive about someone that puts us in the category of that person knows what they're saying or knows what they're doing or believes in themselves and that person doesn't. And sometimes when someone's more introverted and they're in a big social setting, they may not appear um, in the way that you would define as a confident person, but maybe they are a confident person, but when it comes to social interactions, they're overwhelmed. Right? And I know that can put myself in that category as well. So there's that physical manifestation of the confidence, and then there's the energetic. So th these are the parts of ourselves that we read of another person without knowing that we're reading it. So to give you an example, if you've ever walked into a room and you felt like this room is, is, is tense, right? Or it's a fun room, like if it's a party and things are, and there's nice music and you can feel that energy of like, this is positive, this is fun, this is nice. In the same way, when we're around people, we're subconsciously feeling their energy because we're all energy and you can feel if they're, they're confident. For instance, if you are, if a person is running a meeting or a person is, um, speaking, or you're meeting them at a social event, 
you there's a part of you that may be able that are is going to be able to tell that that person may is not confident about what they're saying right and you may not know what that is you sometimes can't point your finger directly at the that like why is it that you feel that that person is not confident why what is it about that person and you may not be able to look at their posture their eye contact and in fact our brain registers that body language so quickly that it's often hard to recognize it. Now I'm bringing that to your consciousness so you can start to pay more attention to it if you already are not doing that, right? In addition to that, where a subconscious mind, you know, automatically reads all these things about someone, that it can also feel how that person really feels. So if you've ever gone to, um, to, to buy something in person and the salesperson you can tell feels kind of desperate like a desperate energy you there's something about that scenario that you don't like and you want to leave even if the the person is not necessarily what would be defined as pushy in your book right there may be something about that scenario that tells you that that it's not feeling good like their desperation right so it's the same way that we can feel the desperation we can also feel the confidence and so as a leader and a woman of color, what is perceived as confidence in the society that you live in and perceived as confidence beha- confident behavior uh, may not match what you, how you've been raised, okay? So there are some reasons, and I'm going to go through three main reasons, and some of these reasons I've talked about before for other um, challenges such as the imposter syndrome, which I did an episode um, a couple weeks ago, and I'll have a link in the show notes on women of color and the and the imposter syndrome. And so, these reasons may be similar. The impact is on your level of maybe not even your confidence, but the perceived confidence, your how others perceive your confidence. So first um, is the reason of main, you may not have had role models that might be getting in the way of you feeling confident. And why is that important, right? So when we are in a scenario, we often picture ourselves um, there doing that, right? So if you're really stressed about presenting, and I just say presenting because I know that a lot of people have um, stress when it comes to presenting, Right? So if you're stressed about presenting and you don't necessarily have a full role model of someone that's similar to you, that has been successful at presenting, um, then it's a little harder for your brain to wrap, wrap around the fact that you can do it. doesn't mean it's not possible. It just makes it a little bit different and a little more difficult. Okay, so that's that's one reason where confidence as a woman of color might be a little bit more complex and there's different challenges, okay? And so another reason is you may have come from a culture, your culture of origin, that doesn't use praise. And I've shared this before um, that, you know, in my family, praise was not used because it was considered to make someone... Um, arrogant. It was considered that it would make a person not motivated, which, you know, is not necessarily true. Okay. And so then the, the idea is that it can also make you have that internal self-talk that doesn't 
it doesn't result in you feeling confident. So if you didn't hear um, in your household that you can do anything you want, that you're capable of anything, that they're proud of you, and they know that you can handle it, if you haven't been told things like that, then I might not be part of what your inner talk to, um, tells you on a daily basis. Um, our inner self-talk, a lot of it has been formed through our childhood and especially subconsciously by the age of seven, right? A lot of our subconscious programming and conditioning has happened by then. So really consider what are the things that you were told about your abilities uh, in, in, as a child, no, you know, I'm not blaming anyone. And I know that as parents, they always, you know, they do the best they can. It just wasn't appropriate from the culture that they grew up in. Right. And I know that was the case in my household. And so I've had to work to improve that self-talk. And then the third reason why confidence is more complex and maybe different for women of color and leadership, especially, is that the the behavior that I described, the physical characteristics of confidence, may not be um, considered appropriate behavior for a woman in your culture of origin. So that showing up with your shoulders back and your chest open and you're looking people in the eye, um, maybe even the firm handshake or, um, you know, just the, the way that you walk, um, all that, all those, those things that give the people the, the sense that you're confident may not be how you were raised to behave. And it may actually be negative to behave that way, especially for a woman. So then it, it is an idea first bringing into your awareness, how do you carry yourself? What is your body language? Right? And people are reading your body language consciously and unconsciously and subconsciously. And so when you can start to be more aware of that, then you can shift that. So this is just a different challenge that someone else might have that would get in the way of their confidence. And so I started by talking about the definition of confidence. And then I went into what are some ways that we perceive someone as confident and hopefully you were able to come up with someone. And then I've talked about three reasons why um, women of color and leadership might have more difficulty or some different difficulties and challenges when it comes to being confident and showing up confident and more being perceived as confident because the behaviors that they've been taught, their role models, they just don't have the same exposure as someone that didn't grow up the way they did. Okay. So, um, the first reason was not having may, you may not have had the role models. The second, uh, reason is that praise may not be used in your house, may have not been used in your household because it was not considered appropriate. And the third is that the behavior in your society that you live in now that exudes confidence is not the behavior that is becoming, especially of a woman, in your culture of origin. Okay, And so that body language is read all the time. We're all, constantly, our brain is processing so much data all the time, including how a person shows up. And so... Why is it important to be confident as a leader? 
if you are a leader, you most likely have to present in front of people. You have to have difficult conversations with people. You have to make decisions. Um, and you also have to network and meet new people. And so all, in all those scenarios that I described, being confident improves the other person's perception of you, which is what you want. Okay, so that is, those are just some brief reasons why it's important to show up as confident. So then the question becomes, what should you do if you know that you have some challenges in being perceived as confident? What is it that you should do or even in feeling genuinely confident? So I'm going to suggest that you work with someone to help you with that. Okay, that's some work that I do, but, you know, if I'm not a good fit, fine. Um, I, it's really important for you to get out of that, to break that pattern, right? And one of the things is to work with someone to shift your mindset and give you that new way of thinking that will help you show up as confidence. And they'll be able to notice things that friends and family that you go to for advice may not notice because they know you so well, even though they mean well. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little taste on what you would, could do uh, to improve your confidence. Anyway, if you think, oh, well, maybe I'm not ready to hire someone or you want to know what would I do with someone. Okay, so the, one of the things that we would work on is your mindset around yourself and your abilities. And so that, that subconscious programming, that that is playing in your head all day. I mean... It's estimated that we have 20 to 70,000, 20,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day. And if those thoughts are based on our subconscious programming from our childhood, which then we confirm through what we see throughout our lives, then you can see that it can be um, a major issue, right? So then... You know, it can be this thing of like, I need to work on that mindset. I need to work on what I tell myself. And so recognizing, work with someone, working with someone to help you come up with a new thing, new mindset, the new way to look at things, right? That's really important. The next thing is um, we work on the feeling of the imposter syndrome. And, you know, I did have, like I said, mentioned before an episode on that. So I'm not going to go too much into the imposter syndrome right now, but it's really that idea that, you know, of the fear of being found out that you're, you, that you don't know what you're doing. Okay. And, it, you know, there can be perfectionism there too, right? So no one's perfect, but there's this idea that I need to be perfect. And then the, the third thing to do is to really recognize your accomplishments and how far you've come. Right. If you're a leader and you're a woman of color, you have, may have some different challenges to work through and you've done so much. I know you've worked hard and you've accomplished so much already. And you know, to start to recognize all the things that you have done because our brain defaults to, the, to what we haven't done yet. Right? That's just how our brain works. We, we focus less on what we've already accomplished. So if you're a woman of color, you're a leader, you know, if you have your own business, you're a leader in your own business, it's really important to work on this, okay, so that you can show up and continue to grow. And I am going to have something 
coming up that can help you with your new year business vision. And it's going to be a really uh, amazing program um, that I'm going to be offering. It's, it's an intensive, so it's, it's not a long-term commitment. I am going to have um, the details in the show notes. There'll be a link to the details. But if you need some support in your business vision for the next upcoming year, I would be so excited if you would consider this and um, if I could help you with that. I love doing that. I often have been running vision board and visioning workshops since I started my business. And it is so important to have a vision of where you want to go so that you can go in that direction. So until next time, Work on your confidence, move forward, and take good care. Bye. Thank you for joining me for Aligned and Soulful Leadership. I was inspired to start this podcast as a way to empower women of color to rise up into their leadership. So remember, I will have all the resources I mentioned during this episode available in the show notes at alignedandsoulfulpodcast.com. I'm your host, Kavita, and if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to follow or subscribe on the platform of your choice. Until next time, bye.